0: hi i'm katie couric oh my god
1: and i'm Mo- moira rose i saw the sticker <laughs> that's the first oh thing that god. came to my mind
0: that's how you say her name moira
1: moira that was hard moira rose
0: you're not saying it right
1: probably not you are i'm just just gonna go with it. that
0: and this is the Bicon's podcast bada bing <clears throat> Wait, can we talk current events?
1: Oh, please give it to me. Oh wait, you God. have to say you have to say and this is the bikecon Okay. Yes, current events, give it to me. Give it to me.
0: I don't mean like nothing sophisticated, nothing like world You politics.
1: mean David Dobrik. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, dude,
1: dude.
0: Have you been following the things surrounding David (laughs) Dobrik and company?
1: Okay, everybody knows I'm a Gemini. I live for this. I live. I don't think you've been
0: following it as closely as I have, Tibby. I don't know. I
1: like searched up the Frenemies podcast TikTok or um. Like I searched Frenemies podcast on TikTok the other day, and I was just scrolling through and like listening to everyone like talking about it, and I'm reading like all the articles that are trending on Twitter.
0: Wait, so you're watching the Frenemies podcast or like, through TikTok? Are you watching?
1: I'm not watching like the whole thing, but I was like, I was like, are you watching
0: the highlights? Of yeah, they're posting? yeah, yeah. Isn't their dynamic kind of cool? Yeah. I think did I did I just put you onto the Frenemies podcast? I might. I religiously watch the Frenemies podcast and it's so annoying of me. It's so annoying of me because they're both problematic.
1: Yeah, they both like suck, but like it's entertaining. They both suck, but
0: it's so entertaining and I kind of like them together. Yeah. Like together in a podcast I like this. I like what they're doing here.
1: I don't know why like. I kind of like Ethan. Trisha straight up told y'all that she was gonna out you when her and Jason broke up. She really did. She said it to your face. She really
0: did in a clip from like 2018 she was like oh yeah as soon as me and Jason break up like you know
1: yeah it's not really our place to forgive Trisha Paytas because we're not really among the groups of the people that she's like done harm against we don't
0: like Trisha Paytas no
1: we don't like Trisha Paytas however the fact that she's doing all of this shit about the vlog squad is kind of improving my mood Yeah. <laughs> it's like, funny. Like, I don't hate her. I think it's, like, it's cool that she was, like, open about, like, going to a mental hospital. And, like, kind of I have so much to say. saying that, like, she... I think you can kind of tell that, like, even though she hasn't taken accountability for anything, most things yet, I think you can kind of tell that she's somewhat more stable. And, like, I think Definitely. Ethan... And Ethan might, like, play a part in that. Because maybe finally she has, like, a solid friend. Oh, no,
0: Yeah. She know. actually has, like, her first healthy friend, first healthy, like, right. relationship.
1: Yeah. But as far as, like, David Dobrik and, like, the vlog squad go, I think they are all so unbelievably shitty. They're all a bunch of rapists or rape apologists Thank or you. groomers, you. you know? Like, they, they're they all predators. And like they've made it abundantly clear. Everyone that has like come forward and try to like absolve themselves of it has only dug themselves a deeper hole, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Let's go from bottom to top. <laughs> There's a lot here.
1: Yeah. I think it started with Dirty Dom.
0: It started with Dirty Dom. He came out with an apology. Did you hear it? Did you listen to it?
1: The one from a couple years ago, or was there a recent no, one? No, recent one. No, I didn't see the recent one.
0: Well, it doesn't fucking matter, because yeah, this homeboy's in hot water, and he will remain in hot water. Please put him in jail please for the he's love of christ put so him he's
1: been a predator from day one and like i like i i specifically remember a video that i saw i was like at one point i was like watching i never watched like vlog, vlog squad videos like from their channel i always watch like crack vlogs vlog squad like com- compilations mm-hmm. or whatever really funny. um and i specifically remember a video where like they were all in a car and it was like David driving and Dirty Dom was like in the back seat or something and like these fans came up to the car and they were clearly underage like they were clearly like 14 15 years old and like Dom oh kissed like made out with one of them like through the car window and like they were making a bunch of like inappropriate Ooh. comments and like you could tell that the girls were kind of like just like laughing like shyly because they didn't know what to say or do and what like the- Huh? That was, like, stuck in my brain. I was like, this dude's a bad dude. And at that point, I didn't even know about all the other, like, uh, allegations and shit.
0: They made jokes about, like, oh, him being a pre- Oh, we're going to jail. Ha ha ha. Yeah. They would make jokes about that. And, like. But the way they edited them, which, by the way, Nat- Natalie, apparently she, like, helped. She edits David's videos, apparently. Yeah. So she's in on the whole thing. OK, she's complicit yeah. with the
1: entire. Yeah. She's a
0: little more than complicit because she's the one edit, like, editing. Like she's them. creating
1: the narrative. Yes. Yeah.
0: She's cutting it right to like make it look like it's not a big deal or that the girls were OK with it. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Like part of the story that came out from like because the big thing that started, I I think, was there was an insider article of yeah. a victim of Dom that came forward that was sort of detailing like a night of her essay And basically went on to say that David and like Todd and Jeff or something like that were all there and they all supplied alcohol to a girl who they knew was underaged and uh, Dom S.A.'d the girl when she was too drunk to give consent, practically unconscious. And there's like video proof of her saying like I don't even like of I I don't even know if it was this girl but there's another girl at least that was saying I don't even like remember what happens so I was I was drunk and they were joking about mm-hmm. how they were joking about how she couldn't give consent what? and like da- yeah they because David you mean? literally was like with two girls and like Dom was in the middle and like Dom had hooked up with like one of the girls or something like that and David was like did you give consent like for you to hook up and she was like I was too drunk and and Dom was like well I was drunk too so it evens out and David was like no it's not and he was like laughing and joking they put that in a video they put that in a vlog joking about how Dom sa a girl when she was too drunk to give consent
0: and they joked about it yes this is okay Anyway,
1: <laughs> I,
0: so I watched a couple of the Dom vlogs like early on and they always made it look like the girls were like consenting or something or that like, oh yeah, like after some convincing,
1: no mention of
0: alcohol at all anywhere. AKA
1: coercion. I
0: found out this week there was alcohol involved yeah. and apparently there was alcohol involved and they like tried to get these girls to drink this alcohol to quote unquote loosen them up. What? That was the master manipulating or that's or
1: that's rage. Compromising ladies, like, you were
0: talking about quote unquote compromising. What? And then Jeff Wittick. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. The I'm, audacity. I'm angry. The I'm audacity
1: angry. of this man to go on the Frenemies podcast and try to and just straight up that? lie. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw like clips of it. They had their receipts. <laughs> they came packing with receipts.
0: Ethan Klein finally did something good. <laughs> The way that Jeff wittick went in with his entire chest into this podcast, talking, rapping, <laughs> rapping about how like, oh, I was misrepresented in this article. Like I like I was ne- I wasn't even there. I left before any of that even left. happened. I didn't supply the alcohol. I didn't supply the alcohol. Motherfucker. We get to the podcast, you're brought onto the podcast, you agree to do it live, live. I watched it when they streamed it live. That's a
1: narcissist if I've ever seen one.
0: And they were like, oh, so you you said you were there for 10 minutes? He was like, yeah, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And then it stretches to like, um, 30, no, 45, yeah. no, no, okay, yeah, maybe like an hour, maybe like, and then Ethan pulls out of a, a picture timestamp at like 1 something AM, and he was in it. And Mans was dumbfounded.
1: Yeah, he was like straight up speechless. The he just didn't know what to face. say.
0: It just went downhill yeah. so fast.
1: I think it actually I think what it actually clown. started with the Seth stuff. I think the Seth stuff was even before the oh, insider yeah. article.
0: Maybe that triggered the article?
1: I think like Seth coming forward Witnesses came like forward yeah, too. I think it like triggered a lot of people coming forward and like That's in- a
0: beautiful thing. the
1: investigation. Yeah, that's like the case in most of it is like once one person has the courage to come forward against someone powerful, more people will get the guts to do it. And I think Seth being somebody that was like in the circle, Seth was
0: traumatized.
1: Seth was S A like straight up. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like just and ugh. it was a joke. Get they did it to him twice. Did you know that? No, I thought it was. I didn't. I only knew about the one time.
0: In his interview on H three podcast, he said that they played that prank. On him twice.
1: That's not a prank, and I'm sorry, but like Again. people keep, I feel like people keep saying like, oh well, why were, why did these girls still hang out with them after it happened? Why did Seth like because they're why celebrities
0: was... and like what are they gonna do? Say it's no? because
1: half the time you don't even realize it happened until weeks later. That's so like ridiculous. there's literally How so. Dare you ask that? There's so many times like when it comes to like essays and like stuff like that. Half the time like you don't even process it right away. You think everything's fine. So it's like, David do- fucking
0: Dobrik. If he tells you like, oh, do this for a bit, you're gonna believe it's for a bit. Yes. Plus like, especially if you really like him, what are you gonna do? Right. Tell him, no, I don't want to. And then yeah. get your like favorite celebrity to not like you because he's putting you in an inappropriate position. Yeah. It's d- the onus is on David. David yeah. shouldn't have asked anybody to do that. And
1: like, The reason that I, like, never got in to David, like, in the first place, was because of Jason Nash. And I was like, he's really close with Jason Nash. He has a podcast with Jason Nash. Jason Nash is in all of his blogs. Like, they seem to be best friends. And that really skeeved me out. Because Jason Nash is a 45-fucking-year-old man with grown kids and, like, is making out with teenagers and like made Tana Mojo uncomfortable and yeah. like all of his they friends on, like, USC
0: and like party yeah with college
1: kids. all of his friends are like young 20-somethings at one point all of his friends were teenagers like he really fucking skews me out and it weirds me out that he has grown kids when he's a predator in my brain every single one of them are predators you know, like they're they're no better. I
0: hate them all. Especially like, the ones who came forward like Scotty.
1: Oh, my God. Scotty like, what and dick. Jeff.
0: And Dom. Dom had the audacity to say something. Shut the fuck up and turn Dom, yourself Dom, you're the in.
1: worst of the bunch. Turn sorry. In. You're so
0: sorry. You're sorry. Turn Literally yourself in. Literally jail. And, of course, David.
1: The majority of their audience is kids. And like we were kids at one time watching them. And one by one, every single one of them is getting, you know, fucking canceled. And enough with canceling and more uh, deplatforming. Like, I'm over it. Canceling does Canceling nothing. Do anything. It sends people into hibernation for like two months and then they create a comeback that gives them millions of dollars. I'm fucking done with it. Deplatform them. That's oh, the whole problem. This shit goes back to fucking Trump. The insurrection literally wouldn't have happened if they would have deplatformed Trump when he was supposed to be. And guess what? People probably wouldn't have been essayed if David Dobrik and Dom and Shane Dawson and all these other people were deplatformed. When they should have been.
0: The flaws are in YouTube, you think, too? Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure.
1: It's like a social media. It's a big social media problem. Is their loyalty. You take copyright
0: issues more seriously than
1: con- Literally, this sort of content. Problem. you demonetize so much shit for like regular old commentary creators saying like a bad word or like accidentally copywriting Literally. music. You demonetize true crime content and conspiracy theory content. So these creators that are doing good work or doing like pretty neutral, harmless stuff can't make money on your platform, but rapists
0: can. Shane Dawson's racist bits Ugh. were put on the news. Yeah. The news. That's big. Like, oh, is YouTubers making it Christ. big? What in the fuck are we teaching children? Like, oh, that's how you make it big? That's what a YouTuber is. Is like, yeah. manipulate your friends and manipulate any non-consenting being to make it funny for jokes.
1: And then, like, the actual, like kid kids content nowadays is so like empty and cringy and like it's just like word vomit and it's the same like cringy family doing the same bogus skits and like weird what pranks and like about? like the family YouTube channels and stuff and like the oh. weird Hulu shows that are for kids and like these these like YouTube kids that their parents are like forcing them to do shit you know it's like really creepy and it's weird but like kids shouldn't be wi- i just i don't know it's Kids all messed better. up yeah
0: they deserve better i don't even think we should have influencers for children no there is no no way to live your life as a child that should be followed by an influencer or something no. you know yeah what a mess either way fuck jeff wittick fuck scotty sire fuck david dobrik and, and f- see you in hell fuck
1: dom Yeah. fuck you my guy Give me the two brain, last two brain cells name. We deserve it.
0: They're all like wrong and guilty. But the way that like Jeff and Scotty went in with their whole chest.
1: Defending their friends. They you were, were like, there. They were
0: confident about like, oh, like fuck anybody who talks about date. What?
1: Oh my God, is he your God?
0: And in the interview that they, that Jeff was on, like live on the Friend Meese podcast, he was hiding so much. Yeah. And then Trisha tried to ask him about his eye and he was like, oh, I don't I don't want to talk about health stuff.
1: Oh my god. I don't want to talk about health
0: stuff. And then he immediately out of nowhere for no reason brings up when she got 5150. Her suicide attempt.
1: You what? Are you serious? Did you not
0: you didn't watch it?
1: I didn't see that clip.
0: He brought it up for no reason. What the fuck
1: does that have to do with your friend being a rapist? He
0: brought it up for no reason. Sorry. No, no, no. What the way. I was so upset just hearing him talk he what a fucking awful person
1: they treat David like he's like their god it's fucking weird and it's I feel like people have always put like the vlog squad like above like team 10 and the hype house and like all that shit and they're literally just as bad
0: people are really liking David's new apology though they really, really like the
1: it. The only reason, okay, for the people that liked David's new apology video,
0: has a lot of please upvotes.
1: take note that the only reason he did it is because a lot of his sponsors dropped him. It's and he because was he losing lost money. everything. It's because he's losing money. It's not because he's sincere, because he, if he was sincere, he would have been sincere the first time.
0: When it first happened three years ago,
1: he would have come out and said it before he was called out. So I don't give a shit. About his second apology. Yeah, Trisha's
0: been calling him out. And she's not the only one. That's what I'm saying. she's been calling him out, like, on a very large
1: platform. This isn't news. For
0: a minute.
1: This is shit that has been buried for years. Like, and if
0: David actually cared that much, why can't he donate all that money he made back to, like, an essay organization? Yeah.
1: Liza, like, has said, like, some problematic shit in the past. But I don't necessarily think that she was, like, complicit. And everything else. I don't know enough to say either way. However, I did see, like, a clip today, and she was on someone else's podcast, and she was talking about how, like, what did she say? She, what the fuck did she say? Something about, like, how she wasn't really being herself like he he didn't really love me he only loved like who I was like pretending to be to please him because she was a people pleaser and like she would say yes to literally everything he asked him to do and like she because I remember in their breakup video she said that like she didn't feel fulfilled and like because she didn't love herself she felt like she couldn't love him and she sort of like went back to that and she was like the reason I didn't feel fulfilled is because I was doing everything my ex was asking me to do and I didn't feel like my own person and like i feel like he has like like this this fucking like dominion over everyone in his little circle and it's weird how he has like this power thing like he it's like he can doesn't he like take a portion of like all their money or some shit yeah
0: like when they would record together
1: fucking weird dude
0: apparently he also never made her come in two years i mean
1: he looks like that
0: so painful yeah He poor liza poor liza i think people give liza a lot of shit but yeah that's none of my business anyways r.i.p david dobrik
1: yeah
0: rest in piss
1: D platform david Please de-platform
0: him and D platform shane i don't fucking yes. want shane to come back apparently jeffrey star went on his snapchat story and said that oh shane is doing just fine like he's still my best friend of course like, oh he's living he's living let's
1: also D platform jeffrey star for fuck's sake trisha
0: also confirmed like a way back ago that he's planning a really good comeback
1: <sighs> I'm glad she's not friends with him anymore. It's a little awkward considering he has a shade named after her in his bullshit eyeshadow palette, but whatever.
0: 50% off. As expected.
1: Oh, boy. Ew,
0: we deserve better influencers. Can't wait to get them. You know who's really great? Kenny J.D. and Chris Clemens. I like
1: Chris Chris Clemens a lot. Anyway. Anyways, do you want to explain to us what you're about to read? Oh, my
0: God. As none of you may know... (laughs) (laughs) the vernal equinox aka the first day of spring aka persian new year aka noruz was on the 20th of march it happens literally at the exact turn of the spring equinox and there are a lot of customary things that persian people do it is a secular holiday because it's technically the new year the new year for Persians starts at the beginning of spring makes so much sense
1: a lot more sense than the other one the solar
0: system (laughs) anyway so many customary things that we do you set up a little altar okay you got your like you set up an altar yes you decorate eggs um you buy you you grow some grass you don't buy the grass you grow grass you put out live goldfish there's a whole bunch of stuff your book your mirror hyacinths anyway sweets the whole theme is that like you you have sweets with your friends and like you take over you have to go see your friends you have to take them food and stuff one of the customary things is to read your fortune for the new year out of the book of hafez and this is gonna get really boring Hmm. hafez is a 14th century persian poet he is said to be the founding father the pinnacle of all persian literature he wrote like um he writes like poems they're like love poems, but like about also the divine here. It's about the divine, not any sort of specific God because it's 14th century. Mm-hmm. It predates Islam, um, I think. And I have the oldest, oldest, oldest book of Hafez that's been passed down in my family generations. That's cool. Old as fuck. And yeah, we're going to read our New Year fortunes <laughs> out of it. Um, What's we the process? Process is you pick up the book you flip to a page it's like a tarot reading yeah that sort of stuff is really really big in my culture um fortune telling learning how to like read dreams interpret dreams interpret all kinds of fortune telling and coffee cups cards it's everywhere i'm fortunate enough to have learned a healthy chunk of it but you take the book in your hands and you flip to a page that feels, marks your right. Soul, that feels <laughs> right and then we read your fortune
1: you want me to go first yeah, you go for going to. I don't know why I have my eyes closed. It's like picking a, a card out of a deck with a magic trick. It is.
0: It's literally that.
1: I won't the swan. I don't have a fucking clue.
0: <laughs> so you're supposed to like, you know, it's like um, it's like AP Lit where like you would get like a Shakespearean sonnet.
1: You have to. This listen. is a sonnet,
0: yeah. except it's yours. Like it applies yeah. to you and your year. Yeah. This is why this shit is really confusing.
1: I'll look it up later. Either way. Is it about healing my heart?
0: It sounds like you're learning... It sounds like you're going through a grief. But in a positive way. You know? It's like not negative anymore. The wakeful fortune of being a beloved slept. Of losing somebody. And the misfortune of being a lover entered by the door. It's like having a hate... Or not a hate. But like... You're upset that you loved someone. And then they left. Consuming and melting like lovers, fitness of the stage, and you're seeking guidance. A therapist. It's you working it out.
1: Huh. Good thing I'm in therapy. You're working
0: it out. You Good. had a pain and you're working it out.
1: Yes. You want to pick yours and I'll read the English translation and then you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, that's a lot. Are you sure about this? Yeah. From what I see <clears throat> or from what I heard, helplessness and weakness and supplication all. The mystery that to the people I uttered out and shall not utter, to the friend I shall utter for confidant. Twist of the trust, curl within curl. That's so pretty. hmm Um, it's hard. It's literally like trying to decipher fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> Just in a different language. I want to say it's telling me that I've, I'm reaching a break. A good one.
1: Mm-hmm. Like a, like fresh air type of thing. Like.
0: Yeah, the wine tavern. Oh, it's going to be positive, but it's, like, it's going to hurt. It's positive growth, but it's painful growth.
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: And the wine in that place is true is not illustry. From him, intoxication and tumult and pride all. Hopefully I'm learning to let go of my tumult and my pride. Oh. I don't know. Like the hawk I've stitched up my eye from all the world. Since on thy adorned cheek my eye open, I might I might be wrong about both of ours, but that's what I think. Sometimes they put a hood over the eyes of a trained hawk, so if it's telling me I stitched my stitched up my eye from all the world, meaning I'm about to uncover a truth. Yeah, right. Since on thy adorned cheek my eye open. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna meet someone who's gonna help me discover some truth. A truth. On thy adorned cheek my eye open.
1: Oh, okay. I get it. I think. Uh, ow. I get it.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool.
0: It's the very act of prayer, to paraphrase, very huh. act of prayer. So it must be, like, a good person.
1: That's, That's cool. That's exciting. That's pretty. Well, that was nice. There's Happy one. New Year.
0: Norus, pirus. Happy New Year. Happy Persian New Year. Go get vaccinated.
1: We did. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it hurts i heard that when you get your second vaccination you gotta just stay home
1: yeah because you can you might feel sick or something like that like bad. yeah i asked for the whole day off when i get my second one so I we'll see do how so you feel about stuff? your
0: fortune i'm waiting god can you drop somebody? just somebody i'm waiting the fuck what do you mean i keep here whoa every single fortune i read Every single, whether I'm reading it or someone else is reading it there's there's word there's <laughs> word going around of like someone entering my life and it being like like a, like a new person entering my life and we're bonded over a similar hobby over a similar hobby and this person will walk through life with me or something like that.
1: Yeah, well, I keep getting shit saying that I'm going to come upon a bunch of money. And guess what? I'm still poor. I'm waiting. Stop. <laughs> I'm waiting. No. I don't need love if I have money. <laughs> Just give it to me. I wholeheartedly agree. I don't need love if I have money. Literally, money can buy happiness. I don't want to hear shit from rich people. Okay, no, it can't. Yes, it can. What's wrong with you? You know, every therapist has said I've found that most of the time when... Um, Money can most buy you time, some happiness. Most of the time people need
0: happiness. Money can buy you some happiness.
1: Money can buy you happiness to a certain extent, but I can say with full confidence that most of my problems are rooted in the fact that I don't have money and yeah. that I haven't had money for my whole life. But anyway. If I had
0: just a shred of money during my childhood, I would be probably a lot healthier. Yeah. Anyway, what's next?
1: We're going to do a little um, get to know me, get to know us, uh, astrological style. Um <laughs> Terrifying. We're going to go over really brief, briefly our, like, the two big threes or whatever. So, the like traditional big three is your sun, your moon, and your rising. But a lot of people argue that your big three is actually your Chiron, your north node, and your midheaven.
0: Seriously? Yes. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I didn't know that.
1: So, I'm going to give a little cheat sheet uh, about, like, which each of them, like, like are supposed to mean for you and, like, in your chart. So your sun, most people think that that's the thing that's like most yourself or whatever. But um, really your sun sign is your sense of vitality and will and your supposed higher self. Mm -hmm. Your moon sign is usually associated with emotions. It's your subconscious, your soul, and the driving force behind your emotional reactions. Your ascendant is sort of like the first impression people give get from you it sets the tone for the rest of your birth chart it's literally the first like sign on your birth chart or whatever um and how you exist in the world your chiron is your biggest wounds and how you're going to heal so a lot of people think your chiron is like something from like a past life or something from early on in life and like you're using this life to like figure out and like heal that wound um your north node is like literally your are like northern star it's supposed to be your true calling and finally your um midheaven is like your career and like your um sort of like your more worldly purpose and like your social standing
0: the outward expression of your energies it can also be referred to as ego identity has a strong public connection to public life and career
1: well, I'm a Gemini, and Delbar is a Virgo, and we're not supposed to get along. But, however... That's an
0: old mindset. I think we are.
1: Every time we compared, like, charts or whatever, we're very compatible. Especially, we were, like, looking at something last night on the Time Passages apps, and, like, pretty much everything was telling us we're supposed to be business partners. What the fuck is that?
0: I don't want you as a business partner.
1: Thanks. <clears throat> I guess we should quit this.
0: <laughs> You're not nice.
1: i'm not nice you're
0: you're, and you're a bitch and and i don't even like you and i've been faking it this whole time that's good to know scorpio rising
1: (laughs) that literally like pains me (laughs) why scorpio risings are badass i fucking cannot stand water signs like i barely like you don't even know me, dog. I can't stand what are signs. What like, are you no offense, but about? if you're a cancer man, never walk into my life. Literally, if you see me on the street, cross it. Like, stay out of my line of sight. Anyway, what's your Chiron in? Chiron in Libra. What about you? My Chiron is in... Virgo in the 12th house. Mine's
0: also in the 12th house. That's pain.
1: Oh, right. Because. <laughs> That's a lot of pain. Oh, what this is the that? painful
0: one, isn't it? What was
1: that one line? Okay. So what was the Chiron again? The Chiron is like You're the wound you're supposed to be healing.
0: Oh, I actually can't handle this right now, Queen. <laughs> Can we?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that it. one's painful.
0: <laughs> you may feel frustrated and alienated from the rest of mankind or more at home in a world of fantasy than in dealing with. With what is laughably called the real world.
1: Again and again, you attempt to be part of it all, just like everyone else. And again and again, it just doesn't quite work. There may be many painful episodes before you realize that what is for everyone out there is just not for you at all. That's
0: exactly what I have.
1: Yeah, our thing is in the same house. That's cool. I don't feel alienated at all.
0: Chiron in Libra represents issues with one's vital force to relate with others intimately. With this placement, you have both a tremendous desire to connect with other people as well as frustrations that have risen in this area. Your attempts to connect may have been frustrated through experiences of early childhood
1: <laughs> winces
0: <laughs> when you wanted contact with others but were rejected or somehow prevented from
1: establishing meaningful relationships with them. <laughs> uh... uh. Chiron and Virgo represents issues with one's vital force of improving and organizing more efficient ways to serve self and others. With this placement, you are more or less compulsively drawn to the issues of organization and personal sickness and health, as well as service to other people. You may experience some degree of suffering through ill health, either real or imagined. What the fuck is that? Thanks. Um, Where did it go? I lost my place. Uh, either real or imagined, and through overdoing for others in a service role, perhaps as a member of an organization or workplace. That's funny because I was literally talking about that to my therapist today. That's bananas.
0: That's a very Virgo thing. Sounds like a very Virgo experience. That was your Chiron?
1: This confuses me because I remember, like, your north node and your south node are, like, important together. So, like, my north node is in Scorpio, so I think my south node is supposed to be in Taurus. Hmm. or something like that my
0: north note is in libra which means my south one is in aries it's both my parents signs
1: yikes you know what's funny is like in the main uh like the main chart or whatever the only two signs i don't have are aries and cancer and that's my parent sign they're the only two i don't have in my chart interesting yeah that weird? That must mean
0: you're, like, fundamentally different from both of them, right?
1: Except now that I know what, like, Midheaven is. My Midheaven is in Cancer. But I still don't have any Aries.
0: Which one are we looking at now? What
1: are we talking about? Uh, North one? Node. Sorry. Um, this placement gives a personality somewhat focused around the issues of money and material possessions. Oh, wasn't this supposed to be, like, past life or something? Or, like, North maybe... North Node? Or maybe your South Node is past life. I remember, like, um... This was saying... Where is it? Okay, you... Okay, let me just fucking shut up. In a previous period or in a past lifetime, you were concerned with the utilization of other people's resources rather than your own. You also may have gotten involved with occult practices or engaged in a deep and even taboo (sighs) relation with others, factors that shaped your past and the residue of which still colors your present life. Now, in this lifetime... You must learn to marshal your own forces and be a resource unto yourself. You are in the process of clarifying your values based on a new feeling of independence, having come through the fires of hell, as it were, in order to establish a more stable and lasting sense of self worth.
0: A cult, though? It That's says you crazy. engage in incul- occult cult.
1: Was I like a witch that used my powers to get rich? What's your north node in again? Scorpio? Scorpio. This placement gives a focus on personal transformation and on deeply felt relationships with other people. In the past or in previous lifetimes, you p- am I reading? No, I didn't. In the past or previous lifetimes, you paid a great deal of attention to ownership of property and material things. You need to gradually let go of these attachments in the course of this lifetime. This may prove difficult for you, especially if you have strong conjunctions between the South Node and other planets. As your life unfolds, you may develop an interest in occult science. Cool. You focus. Whoa. Your focus as you mature will be more and more on how you can be helpful to others in your relationships with them, and less and less about status, prestige, and the accumulations of riches and physical security. That's so crazy because apparently there's like another thing. Like your rising something indicates, or like your moon sign indicates, like your status in a past life. And I can't remember which one it was, but when I looked it up, mine was like royalty.
0: And this one just said physical security.
1: Yeah. And this one said in a past life, I was focused on um, like obtaining material possessions and like. Oh, North being Node rich. is past, past yeah. lives. So I was like a rich bitch in a past life. So this life is to help me overcome my attachment to the material world, which I can say has been pretty successful because I'm, you know, one mental breakdown from living in the woods forever.
0: Lunar north node in Libra. This placement gives a personality with a focus on forming close partnership attachments. You may have difficulties in marriage and partnerships, but there are also great rewards to be gained in this area. In the past or in past lives, you have been concerned with yourself alone, but now you must make the transition to being mostly concerned with others. This concern for the other person does not come naturally to you, it is, for it is easier to rely on yourself as you have always done. Now, in this lifetime, though, you need to focus your energies outward. The welfare of the other person, your intimate partner, or your partner in other types of relationship, is a necessary key to your own spiritual evolution. By fulfilling this mission of connection with others, you enrich your own experience so that you may come back to yourself more whole, more well rounded.
1: How do you feel about that?
0: I resent that. I like
1: You literally just said (laughs) that you like people more than you like being alone. I like to
0: keep to myself. I like being alone. I don't like being lonely. There's a big difference. I want to live around people. I want my my people in close proximity. But I love keeping to myself.
1: I don't think it was saying... I think it was saying you need to learn to, like, sometimes rely on other people. Like, (laughs) not take on everything yourself all the time.
0: Oh, that's... Oh. I genuinely feel like I come off as not genuine when I do things for people. That, I, that was worded so wrong. Like when I do things, I feel like you're people worried
1: think, people think you're being People a think genuine. I'm being fake.
0: or like people or I think I look fake or look stupid or look like dumb when I'm doing things for people. Like maybe I'll I don't know I'm trying to do more things for people though. I am. And it feels good. I like it. I just I'm working off of zero example. I'm working off of no model, aside yeah. from my
1: adult life. Yeah, from you guys. I'm trying to do less things for people. I'm kidding. I mean, not really, but
0: for some reason, that's like a really big value for me in this in this new you know chapter era of life. I and need to like do things for my people more. Like be there for my people more. What's your chart ruler?
1: My chart ruler is Taurus. I like Taurus. So what is it? If you want to find your chart ruler, so your chart ruler is supposed to be what like the thing that you like, the sign that you most identify with or the something planet like that. that
0: rules your ascendant and then you take that
1: planet
0: and see what the sign you have of it is in
1: so my ascendant is libra ruled venus by... rules libra
0: so then what's the venus and in my, my venus
1: is in taurus there you go so my ascendant
0: is in scorpio which is ruled by mars and my mars is in leo so leo is my chart ruling
1: do you, do you identify with leo for sure i definitely identify with taurus
0: I don't know what, um, qualities a tourist really has.
1: Um, are sort of, like, the stereotype is, like, lazy, but, like, it's more, um, like, just efficiently, like, using your energy, being kind of stubborn. Um, oh, true. That's, yeah, I've read that. Being, like, focused, um, and, like, it's an earth sign, so being, like, more grounded. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, Gemini shit that I definitely relate to, but there's also a lot that I don't at all, and I think... That's because your sun sign isn't as important as, like, it's been made out to be. It's, like, a pretty Western idea that your sun sign is, like, the most prominent. So,
0: Anyone who likes astrology past the point of your sun knows that when you, like, are trying to get to know someone, you have to really look at their whole chart. Yeah. Their sun sign alone, or even their big three alone, sometimes is just, like, not enough. For sure. But, yeah, I feel more Leo than probably anything else.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel more Taurus. I don't know. I do have,
0: like, a hundred placements in leo so
1: that's what's your that's what i get what's the sign that's right before virgo because i remember in like vedic astrology versus the tropical astrology that like we use your sign is actually the one right before your sun sign and mine's taurus so i wonder if leo in vedic astrology is right before virgo Oh my god, it's Leo. Oh my god, it's all coming together. What the fuck? So (laughs) let's see yours. Yours is Taurus. Taurus, yes. That's so fucking weird, bro. How the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Whoa. Wait, what?
0: Why? Let's see what Taurus is.
1: Right before Sagittarius is Scorpio, right? (gasps) Yeah. And she, her hers was Scorpio. Right the other day her her chart ruler was Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> guys. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? That's crazy. So like the the astrology What's so Taylor
0: Taylor is yeah. such a Scorpio.
1: The astrology we traditionally <gasps> follow is called tropical astrology, but there's also Vedic astrology, and then supposedly your sign in Vedic astrology is the placement right before your tropical sign. And mine's Taurus. Yours is Leo, and Taylor's is Scorpio.
0: That's, that's accurate. Crazy. The ones we have now are also accurate. Yeah. But that's accurate. Yeah,
1: I feel that more. More? I feel more... Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty good. No, they're both it's definitely just not more. E- they're
0: both equal. Yeah, that's so crazy. Wow, that's cool.
1: Wow. Guys, drop a Sierra, your big three.
0: We didn't get to the third one. Midhaven.
1: Oh, shit. You're right. Okay, what's Midhaven? Midhaven's supposed to be your... Let's see. The career? Thing?
0: Symbolically, the Midhaven represents your individuality, the outward expression of your energies. It can also be referred to as ego identity and has the strong connection with public life and career.
1: So my...
0: Together with the Ascendant, it represents personality and interaction with the world. So you should probably give your Midhaven and your Ascendant.
1: Is your um, Midhaven also in the 10th house? right they're both they're always like in the 10,000 cusp or whatever okay so my midheaven is in cancer it rules the stomach and breast and it's the planet and its planet is the moon cancer people love security and their home is important check they have or they are passive and rely on their feelings they are subtle rather than direct and often that's res- so
0: true about yeah you
1: and often reflect the moods of those around them cancer is the sign of nurturing protecting sustaining it is strongly tied to the past and karma cancer tends to collect the residue of past experiences and hold on to it as a coloration of present activities leading to instinctual or habitual action
0: what do you think check
1: check 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 that's so you weird that's cool astrology is so real guys <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you very much.
0: Yes. true. It is. It is. It was invented by brown people. Yeah. Fuck y'all. What's your say? Leo is one word. Fixed fire.
1: Mine is cardinal water.
0: Oh, I get it. Got it. Cardinal water. Mine is fixed fire, and it rules the heart and spine. Its planet is the sun. What were you said? Chest
1: and uh, chest and breasts, and the planet is the moon. Or sorry, stomach and breasts, and the planet is the moon.
0: Heart and spine. Its planet is the sun. Leo people are very dramatic and creative. Also self-confident and assertive. They expect to be the center of attention and often are. They have tremendous energy. Also great courage and honesty. They are natural leaders. Leo is quite proud, and its challenge is not to be arrogant or egotistical, but rather to develop humility and compassion, and to learn detachment in the gift of its of its affections. Learn detachment. Yeah. Learn detachment yeah kind of sounds like your other one worded weird I (laughs) I don't like being the center of attention but I also sometimes do I like being I like leading stuff sometimes I just have to be
1: in the right mood I like being like the right hand man I don't like being the leader I don't like people looking to me I don't like being like the authority but I like being um like reliable like someone that is reliable to another person I like, True. I like more of being like a second hand or right hand man type of guy. Sous chef. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I'm comfortable being a leader. Very dramatic and creative. Also self confident They have a lot of energy. That's so me. I do have a lot of energy. I've, I never, I'm like never tired. I never say that I'm tired.
1: I mean, I. I'm always tired.
0: I literally don't feel tired. That's a trauma thing. But I also <laughs> like don't feel tired. I just have too much energy. Bottom line is that I'm very annoying and Taylor is trustworthy.
1: (laughs) Is that what that was?
0: Kind of, yes. And that I am honest and high energy and Taylor is perceptive
1: and low energy. I am. Uh, But that's also a medical thing. (laughs) I am low energy.
0: Happy Persian New Year. Yes. Have a good one.
1: When is it um, over again?
0: The last day of the Persian New Year is Friday, April 2nd. Go and visit your friends safely and take them some food if you can and, like, cook them stuff and, like, be there for them. And, and wish you, your Persian nice friends things.
1: a happy new year.
0: Yes, indeed. Do new year things. Okay. Adios. Ah! Adios.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Bicons Podcast. Music by DaVinci underscore Beats. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. It helps us a lot.
0: To keep up with new episodes, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Icons Podcast and Twitter at Pod. See you next time!